Beto. <laughs> that was a strange introduction that may make no sense, but welcome to Raven On. Who's Raven On? Oh my God. Who's Raven On? The podcast substitute for Raven On. <laughs> in a bad way substitute but like you know it's like you? coke and coke no sugar exactly yeah, you just totally. although if you drink coke no sugar what are you doing to me mm. because if i can just tangent slightly to well, are we gonna with, go on a pepsi max just, rant here no or no or not no? even a pepsi max rant coca-cola mm. okay <laughs> fair enough get rid of coke zero this is now this is now a conspiracy podcast this is now a conspiracy <laughs> consumer watch podcast they get rid of the Coke Zero, which is an absolutely fine drink. Tastes good. People enjoy it. Yes. They can market it to men as well as women. That's right. And for some Although reason... Although, was that the problem that they couldn't market it to men or... No, because the problem was they brought in Coke Zero because Diet Coke was seen as like a girly drink. That's right, And yes. men didn't like to order Diet Coke, but they <laughs> more people were starting to get into like zero sugar zero drinks. Zero sugar, yeah. So they bring out Coke Zero. So that's fine. I'll mm. have a Coke Zero. Totally. I quite like it. No, not good enough. Let's reformulate and have Coke no sugar. It tastes exactly the same as regular <laughs> Coke, and that's what people want. First of all, regular Coke tastes like ass. Second of all, Coke no sugar tastes like even worse ass. I was about to say, I don't mind the taste of Coke, but I don't think Coke no sugar tastes like Coke. It does it not tastes, remotely taste like Coke. It, no, absolutely it not. It tastes and like it, ass. If that, was the, if that was the goal, they, failed. they have failed. They have missed but that goal. what they have done, Stu, mm. is they have pushed their Coke no sugar agenda onto <laughs> all of us who just want to have a Diet Coke instead when you can't get... That's right, yeah. So, so they're just eliminating Diet, diet Coke. Coke. Just you go a on a plane and ask for a Diet Coke, they'll give you a Coke no sugar. You go to a lot of restaurants which will still have Coke Zero on their yes. menu or yeah, yeah. on the little buttony spraying right. post-mix little you know the guns in the in the, I, the soft drink I, guns yes, in pubs absolutely yeah so they'll say oh i've got coke zero and it's not coke zero it's no. coke no sugar it's a conspiracy <laughs> to get rid of diet coke and i don't know why because diet coke is a fine drink it's no pepsi max it's not as good as coke zero <laughs> but i prefer the taste of that to coke coke no sugar tastes like joy that has been stripped of all joy and then reconstituted <laughs> into misery. So it should say Coke, no joy. Coke, no joy. Mm. And 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 the, the pervasiveness of Coke, no sugar now, it's, it's a discrimination against my human rights as a caffeine drinker. But I'm serious. They're not telling you. You can't get on a plane. You're stuck on a plane. If, if I'm in somewhere in public, I can at least go, all right, well, I'm going to try and find a substitute. <laughs> You're on a plane. What am I going to drink? Schweppes lemonade? For a 24-hour flight? No, what, thank what am you. I, a communist? I? You think that's going to do the trick? So after Anyway, that, this, is, uh, uh, this is Who's Raven on, a Doctor Who podcast. So what we're going to do, Stu, is one yes. day we're going to come mm-hmm. around, maybe the day that we film or we record our Doctor Who episode, yes. which is in the mix. You know, it's Absolutely. happening slowly. It's, it's, coming, it's coming along. Well, it's got to happen pretty quickly. Because... And we've been getting feedback. Yeah. Well, I think once the episodes are finished, we'll do well, like that's a pre-Christmas right. get-together. Sure. Dan has offered his voice. We've also had Eloise offer her voice. Oh, very nice. Yes. So maybe we'll have a little party. We'll get everyone to do the reading. We'll obviously have sound effects and yep. stuff like that. We'll do kind of a live recording, like mm-hmm. like with goons or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very topical <laughs> reference. Super topical reference. Absolutely. And um, anyway... When we're done with that, I want to do the blind Coke taste test because people are convinced that I would not be able to tell the difference. And I'm convinced that I would be. Now, I was the kind of person who'd be like, oh, no, you can never tell. But in recent, my my sense has been honed by this Coke no sugar debacle. My sense, 
my, my, my taste buds have been so finely honed yes. that I can now tell. I also have been making like cola substitute drinks in my soda stream at home. Right. Yes, so I am good. now starting to delineate the palate even further or expand the palate. And also, please don't at me if you don't like soda stream. Like, I'm really sorry. Um, Has SodaStream been milkshake ducked? No, well, that, yeah. yeah. SodaStream's owned by like Israel and and Scarlett, oh. Scarlett Johansson was a shill for SodaStream and everyone okay. got mad at her. I, I missed that, but yeah, all right, you missed fine. that. Sorry. So if you don't like SodaStream, there, there are so really many things sorry. that people are mad at Scarlett Johansson for. <laughs> so many. Leave that lovely woman alone. <laughs> so many. <laughs> she is queen problematic. She sure, she sure is. <laughs> oh my goodness. But yes, yeah, so um, I, I got it as a gift. Uh, and it's, yes. it's quite nice to carbonate things, but I'm very, very sorry. I, I don't agree with, uh, you know, all of Israel's expansionist policies. <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm sorry. Uh, Again, welcome to Who's Raven on, a Doctor Who podcast. I... Just, you got me on the Coke, no sugar, and now I'm, I'm fired up because <laughs> Diet Coke has its place in the cola world. It does. A long and established place. A long and established place. Would you, would you say it deserves t- some sort of cola homeland? Yes. <laughs> oh, no. Do you, do you want to create uh, a, a, a space for it in the cola like landscape? Look, all I'm saying is that we can have a two cola <laughs> <laughs> they, they fought a war, Dad. A cola war. <laughs> A soda war. <laughs> oh, wow. We're already in trouble and we're not even six minutes in. So. <laughs> <laughs> Stu has a baby who's starting to teethe and I don't have regular sleeping patterns. So no, we are so tired. We're both a bit wacky wow. today. <laughs> um, but hey, not as wacky as this episode of Dr. <laughs> it sure was. And the reason why I did all glory to the hypnoto mm. is because essentially for me, this episode boiled down to the key Futurama concept of the hypnoto. Oh, absolutely. Which was like a throwaway line that they came up with. Yeah. And then they just kept, and then it just it became kept coming back, the, the, the most amazing thing ever, yes. the hypnoto. Look it up if you don't know. Because that's what it ended up, like that's what hypnotoad is, a creature that makes everyone obey it. And well, that's it, exactly. was a sentient universe. A little bit, yeah, that, that's look, it. Similar enough. Mm. And it was a frog. Yes. Um, so, do you, I mean, do we want to start with the frog? That Let's seems, just start with the frog. Because like, the frog didn't seem, I was like. That's the high point of the episode for me. Well, when it happened, I was just like, oh, wow, this is happening. <laughs> They're just gone. <laughs> well. So the other thing that it reminded me of at that moment when it all went white and the doctor was just sort of there yeah. was when in the last Harry Potter film and book, I suppose, but, but the visuals oh, yeah, of it from in the, the film. They're in the train station. Where and... he's in the train station yeah. and he sees Dumbledore and they have a big chat because he's like a split second between life and death or yeah. something. So he has a big chat with Dumbledore because time is very fluid when you're on the edge of living and dying. It is, yes. Ah, it's going to be great. Can you imagine being on the edge of dying, but then you've just got so much time before it happens? <laughs> like, wow, now I imagine can really re- get some yeah. stuff done. Imagine all the reading you'll get done. Yeah. All those that's books you've I'll, been putting off. All those TV series that yeah, I've yeah. been putting off. That's when I'm going to watch them all. In the split second before I shuffle off my you'll, mortal you'll coil. get all your binging done all in one hit. That's right. Yeah. And then rock up at the pearly gates. Well, or the, the, the non-pearly gates. And you'll gates. be able to talk to everyone about Breaking Bad. It's Absolutely yeah. everyone. I'll be like, that guy with the... With the, 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 the drugs, he, wasn't he great? Um, but yeah, but that yes. reminded me of that Harry Potter moment where she's like, and all of a sudden it was a frog. And I'm like, well, it's not Dumbledore, but he's a bumblebee. So it's close. 
It's that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, well, I, I saw it go all white, and I thought it was going to be like a TARDIS or, or something. Or, or she, I, I was wondering what the revelation was going to be. And then, like you know, it could have been could have been anyone because this universe takes forms that you know are desirable, uh, are desirable to, the, to you yeah. and all that sort of thing. And you know, it, it obviously took uh, the form of like uh, dead, deceased people that have been important to Graham and to the Norwegian man. Yeah, didn't see Rose Norwegian or... dad. But exactly, yeah. So, oh. you know, there, there was there are so many people who have died that the Doctor could have seen, but yeah. instead she sees a frog. No, no, no. Rose oh, uh, lived true. on in the alternate dimension. Who did die? With uh, the, the half-Doctor. I suppose none of the companions really have died, have they? No, Clara died, but... Came back. But was, was again, stuck in that... Uh, Stolen second before death. And uh, she went off is that where him. I got that from? Yeah, uh, maybe, well. maybe. Um, nothing's original. It no, comes out not. of my mouth. <laughs> but nothing's original in Doctor Who, and we saw, and so. But she turns the corner, and there's a little chair with a big frog on it that starts talking, and it's a little puppet. It's the best thing. It was the best. Do you thing. really like? I the frog? loved it so much. I, What's I thought the it was reaction been because I've seen a few extremely people being, mixed. Yeah, really. <laughs> A lot of people have said like this is this is like the weirdest, craziest episode ever, and a lot of people have said this was super dumb. And I'm like, uh, it wasn't dumb. It was very internally consistent. Like everything made sense. The doctor, the doctor did a lot of explaining in this episode. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, for sure. <laughs> he sure did. Uh, I feel like maybe after Big Cow of last week, yes, the crazed, crazy <laughs> internet meme of last week. Uh, Big Cow, which I know you are a huge fan of. Oh yes, Stu. massive fan of Big massive Cow. fan of Big Cow and advocate for mm. Big Cow. Um, I'm a Big Cow truther too because <laughs> I think you know the Washington Post waged a war on they Big Cow. They really did. They went in, but this is the thing. They they did the thing where they said the Big Cow is neither big nor a cow, and it's like guys, we we know we know this. Like, but it is quite big. Yeah, it's a big cow. Yeah. Like, it's a steer. We know that, right? Yes, but at but the same time, most cow. people refer to... All bovines yeah. as cows. It's you, fine. You look it at a horse a and you go, oh, that's a horse. You, you don't go, oh, it's a filly or a gelding. Or like, I'm not to know. Natalie, the I... thing that everyone just has to understand about the big cow <laughs> is that it's a cow. Right. That's quite big. And I How think if you, can, if you can accept that, <laughs> I feel like you're, you're 90% of the way there. To being on board with the big cow. I think I saw like the front page of the newspaper because I think it was in the West Australian or something. And, <laughs> yeah, and it was on the front yeah. page like late at night when they put out their front page and it was like, holy cow was the holy, headline yeah, or something. Yeah, sure, yeah. And I went, oh, that's pretty cool. And just let it skimp, skim by. And then the next morning when I woke up, the world had changed. The world, yeah, that's right. The world had turned on a dime that's and right. all of a sudden nothing else mattered no, no. except big cow. We all, we all were on board the big cow train. <laughs> Um, and as I said on Twitter, I think uh, some people appreciated this. It was just like, it was just so lovely, just amid all the nastiness and crap <laughs> that goes on online, we all just came together and celebrated a cow that was bigger than a cow you would expect a cow to be. I think my favorite meme, because of course it got memed to hell, was someone put like Avengers Assemble. Yeah, yeah. So they had the big, the big cow, cow the big, big cat, the really big chicken. Yeah, the big chicken. And there was another big animal too. <laughs> extra large. Yeah, just big animals. And it was great. Big animals. Yeah. There was a big dog in there. There was one, big of, the big, dog, one of the big yeah. dogs. So that made me think... Um, I, speaking of big dogs, I actually did a kitten rescue yesterday. Well, a kitten transport, isn't it? I went to a vet, picked up a little kitten. Poor little kitten had been found behind a toilet block. 
somewhere on Brisbane's south side, but someone very kindly took it to a vet. Sure, yeah. Oh, and I should say, I got to name the kitten, so I called her Yara after oh, Yara nice. Jade Greyjoy yeah. because she's a little grey kitten. Oh, cool. And yeah. she was really fierce. So when oh, I nice. picked her up and yeah, had her in, like, had her in the carriage, she was like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> And I went, you're a fierce little yes, lady. You're a little Yara. I'm going to call you Yara Greyjoy. <laughs> and so they've kept the names. So I'm very excited. Very nice. I have to take a picture. I'll get a picture and put it on the page. Um, but yes, when I walked in holding my carrier, there was this enormous dog. Oh, right. An okay. enormous dog. <laughs> what sort the, of dog? Well, like just a big... It was a Alaskan Malamute crossed with another kind of husky-ish. So it right, looked like right. a dire so wolf. It's one of those big wolf-looking things. A big yeah. dire wolf-looking yeah. dog. And it was... Massive, like probably like its back was at my waist. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, they can tall. get they can get very big. Yeah, yeah. Really, really big up. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But had this big happy face and yeah, just yeah. came straight at me, and I was like, "Hello, Dial." <laughs> I'm either about to have the best experience of my life, yeah. or I'm about to be eaten. Yeah. Yeah. But no, he was very, very happy. And then the owner just looked annoyed when I said, "Can I ask what uh, dog, what type of dog your dog is?" Was, <laughs> oh yeah, well, I'm like, don't. Don't you gotta have if you have a dog, you have like a, that, a noteworthy you dog. You have to explain the dog. Like, I'm sorry if it bothers you that it, people ask all the time, but I know what a Pomeranian looks like. I've seen a lot of Dachshunds. That's right. Yes. You know, I do a lot of stuff around New Farm. There are Dachshunds ahoy. Sorry, yeah. Dachshunds. I got in trouble uh, for saying it incorrectly. It's Dachshund, apparently. Who corrected you? And can we throw them in the sea? No, you can't. Well, it was Amy from <laughs> oh, okay, right. Love Hate, actually. Fine. She's like, it's Dachshund. And I went, Really? I've never... No, it's not. I mean, fair enough, but... Uh... Amy, Amy, if you're listening, and you're probably not, No, but... she probably isn't. I don't think um, she watches Doctor Who. No, fair enough. But... Amy, if you're listening, it's Dashend. Everyone says Dashend. <laughs> you're on a revisionist quest that will fail. <laughs> I'm in a weird mood tonight. That's Let's fine. do this. You're in a frog... You know why? Because we've all been touched by the sentient frog That's universe. That's right, yes. So, yeah, and then the frog was speaking, and its little mouth its was little going. mouth was going. And then, like, I just, at the end, like, when, oh, when it vanishes out, it's, it's, little, little, it's little flipper comes out of, like, sticky, little sticky suckers. Sticky suckers. Oh, fantastic. I just, was, it was that just, another thing where people are going to, like, kids will walk out and see a frog and be like, oh, it's the frog, you know. I hope so. Have they, I hope so, yeah. We, we forget that this is a kid's show. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> have they weeping angeled the frogs? It's like, oh, yes, no. Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> it was. Any one of them could be a sentient universe. So, um, the the fact that this episode was set in Norway, I've had a couple of people, one of which being Greg from the Smart Enough to Know Better podcast, yes. say, why was it in Norway? I wonder, I haven't, I haven't confirmed this, but I wonder if it was to accommodate the uh, actress, Hannah, um, who is a blind Norwegian actress. Oh, okay. So, I wonder if they sort of based it around that. It could have been anywhere. It might have been in rural England, maybe, yeah, or yeah, yeah. You know, wherever. But the fact that she was Norwegian, they had to yes. sort of justify that. So they're like, yeah. okay, it's in Norway. Yeah. Like, it could be anywhere. Like, so they like, must have hired of... her specifically. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think they I think they hired her for the part. And I wonder if it was originally set in Norway. Because um, it would have had to be a remote yes. location. Which could be anywhere. So that makes sense. Yeah. That, that does make sense. But um, I wonder if... I, I'm pretty sure I would be surprised if it wasn't sort of built around the fact that the fact that it was set in Norway specifically, as opposed to like, you know, Canada or Russia or something yeah, like that, yeah, yeah. was the fact that she's Norwegian and she's blind and that's why uh, she was cast. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Cause someone else also raised like, why did she have to be blind? And I thought, well, that to me was very much like she had to be blind, I guess, so that she would be, her well, she father couldn't see would the be mirror. able to trick her. Yeah. Well, she couldn't see the mirror. Couldn't see the exactly. mirror, but also so that when the eventual kind of revelation came yeah. and she got into the other side and her mother hugged yeah. her. 
it didn't, um, it didn't, she went, you're not my mother. That's so it. It, had it, like, it doesn't work. I can't her. see you. Yeah. So I'm not kind of beguiled by, absolutely, yeah. you know, you looking so, so real. Um, but yeah, so basically doctor turns up in Norway. It's not the sheep rebellion. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was fine. It was cute. Yeah. I was like, Holy oh, it's a, bit, it's a bit tough. It's a bit tough. That, that, that one was sort of on the, on the Human borderline sheep for me. Human-sheep relationship I actually, completely negotiated. <laughs> I quite, I, I quite like the the stuff that was immediately after, where she was just like eating dirt and finding out where yes. things were. Like I, doing I a quite, bit of Sherlock Holmes, yeah, a little Sherlock of, Holmes in yeah. stuff. Um, I thought that was really good. I've seen other people sort of say that they hated that. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. I liked it. It played pretty well. It was charming it was enough, good. but I guess yeah. the the problem is if if she's totally able to do that. That probably cuts out a lot of yeah, exactly, detectiveness. Yeah, if of, you can just like touch just the, like dirt and the dirt and yeah, go, oh cool. no, it was an alien from this planet. Like, I don't know. It just it felt it felt like. Uh, and is that something the doctor has to learn, or is that something that the doctor maybe is it's something that's, maybe it's something that's specific to this regeneration and will go away again oh, once she regenerates. Yeah. You can always get out of, out of jail with that one. Yeah, that's true. So they turn up. There's this remote house with no smoke coming out of the chimney, despite it being very cold. Um, and once again, it's that thing of people look really underdressed for the conditions. Yes. <laughs> like you just know that they would have called cut and everyone would have put blankets. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Coats on them. Yeah. But because they're just there, they have to just be in their little light jacket. Yeah. And the doctor's in hers. And nobody notices uniform. the cold. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know. there's not even, well, they, they weren't even like sort of blowing smoke or anything. It, it, so it didn't really, I don't know if that. You know, but they made a point of going, it's very cold, but there's no smoke in the chimney. Yeah. Like to me that indicates, well, it's, it's Norway. It's remote and North. Yeah. So and it's going to be It's chilly. going to be chilly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I say that as someone who is just, what have we been having, like 38 degree days here yes. at the moment? It's been a tad hot and our state burnt down, mm. but that's okay. <laughs> uh, climate change, it's fine. It's fine, don't worry It's all it. fine. Yeah. We literally, Queensland has literally been that dog in the fire cartoon. Yeah, this is fine. Yeah, this is fine. This is fine. <laughs> and then it turns out that Hannah... Was that her name? I think it was, Honor, yeah. Honor. I couldn't quite Honor, work it out. Honor, Honor? Yeah. She was scared, uh, didn't really want to talk, was hiding, but Graham had a sandwich. He sure did. And everyone looked at him funny. <laughs> That's character development, that. I know, but the thing is, is when he said that, I went, I am so freaking on this train. Yeah. I am so on board with Graham, Graham just having snacks. best companion. Because I, and I think we were talking about this on Messenger, uh, with Nick, who yes. you heard a few weeks ago, Nick came on as a guest and he was talking about, you know, if I was with the doctor, I'd definitely have like a bum bag full just of snacks. Snacks, because you never know when you're going to eat. And, well, I said, you're if I was traveling with the doctor, we'd just be going to a series of buffets. <laughs> a series of historical, historical and futuristic buffets. Yes. Or as, as Nick said, Jimmy buffets. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Nick was very proud of that joke, so I just wanted to relay that to everybody. Very, very, very clever good joke. joke. So, but... I would want to like eat a lot of stuff and you totally. just never see the doctor eating. And there's so many interesting things that you could be done with foodstuffs, mm. like create crazy dishes, create new animals, create, you know, <laughs> create new animals and then kill them and new, slaughter them. Create new delicious animals. <laughs> I do foster cats for a rescue. Um, yes. <laughs> but what I say, 
say to everyone is that I'm a hypocrite. So all I'm trying to mm. do is live with my hypocrisy totally, in the best yeah. way I know how. With all your coping mechanisms. With all of my coping mechanisms. <laughs> um, and being very honest and forthright about it. Um, so, yeah, so Graham had a sandwich and that mm. was enough to lure the little kitty out to start telling them <laughs> some goss <laughs> that her dad had gone away. Now, can I just say, Ryan, MVP of oh, really? this episode. Okay. Well, I mean, he, look, he ended up not doing that much, but he discovered that the haunted noises from the forest yep. were just recordings. Were just a recording, He yeah. was the guy who worked that out. And I went, oh, that's so obvious and so clever. Why didn't I even think of that? Because <laughs> I'm not that bright. I get it. But he was the guy who said, your dad just looks like he's done a runner. And he just left you. Well, and obviously his own issues are... His own issues. Yeah, there, of yeah. course. Because mm. that's what I said. He, he just assumed like, oh, dad leaves, it's done a runner. And everyone was like... No, 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 it's no, fine. Right. And Yaz is like, no, you, you're fine. Your dad will be coming back, but just until he, do, you know, she's doing her cop thing, really good negotiation yeah. techniques, and the doctor's like, mm, yeah. you know. And then it turns out that's exactly what he'd done. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> he'd done a runner. I mean, there was a supernatural element involved. Of course, but, you of know. course. But essentially, he had still gone. Oh, look, my blind daughter's there. There's some food in the fridge. The house is locked up. She'll be fine. <laughs> I'm going to go into a different dimension and hang out with my dead wife. Totally. This is fine. As you do. It's fine. Don't worry mm. about it. You, there's food, As he says, there's food in the freezer. She's a teenager. She'll be fine. Yeah, she'll work yeah. it out. <laughs> it's not like she needs help knowing how to light fires or something exactly, to cook yeah. things. <laughs> but um, I don't mean to... I'm sure she's very capable, but uh, as, you know, she's still a kid, so... Yeah. But it's fine. We shouldn't just eat frozen food. Just frozen fish fingers. Just... <laughs> Yum, yum, yum. And some custard, baby. Um, so what did we think about the anti-zone, which is the zone between... Because that's what happened. They start going through a mirror. Yes. Um, like all of the best Doctor Who episodes, it makes perfect internal logical sense and is absolute gibberish. Um, <laughs> like, like the explanation that they give in-universe, like, like, like in the episode... It makes perfect sense. You have the universe naturally forms like these defensive barriers against like weird breaches. So like a scab. Dangerous breaches. Sort of like a scab or like, you know, maybe a like a... scab zone. Yeah, a scab zone. Yeah, I guess. Uh, so that's that's fine. That tracks. Except we've seen big damaging breaches in reality before and we like, haven't seen these weird cave like, dimensions before. Like the crack in there. Yeah, exactly. You yeah, know, and all those sorts of things. crack. Lots and lots of different uh, things that happen apparently weren't worth doing, but this one was. Um, and I guess it's like some bizarre, sentient, alternate universe from well, the beginning of time. It was also the Upside Down from Stranger Things. A little things, bit, yeah, yeah. yeah actually, tell. yeah, a little bit. A little bit like Mirror Universe, like yeah, Narnia sort of thing. they go um, in there, they look around. It's just a serious, it's just a really dodgy haunted house hmm. at the fair. Yeah. <laughs> Complete with creepy dude, and just yeah, trying to scare you. creepy little elf guy, which fits the Norway theme, I guess. But also... Um, oh. Is that what that was? Well, I wonder, I wonder, yeah, because I mean, he's meant to be like a little elf creature. So can I I just say, worst aspect of this episode for me, I just did not like that Very, very, I thought it was a cool design. I liked, um, that that actor has been in a lot of stuff. It was Um, Kevin Elder, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I didn't Um, pick it, but other people I thought he did a great job. I really liked it. Uh, He's always good. I enjoyed by themselves all the stuff with the the doctor and like bartering and all that sort of thing. I loved it. 
But in the episode, it made no sense. I was just like, "There's, there's, why are we doing this? We're padding out the runtime." Well, someone suggested today that it was to show what the flesh moths do to yeah, you. Yeah, but surely that there was a, there would have been more efficient ways. To, you could have to just had some skeletons that. Yeah, hanging that's right, around. Exactly. Or... Like, or the doctor could have just looked at them and gone, "Oh, you know, based on these readings from the Sonic, it seems like." I mean, they do enough exposition dumps in this yeah. episode. <laughs> That they could have done one more. Apparently, that was one too far. They had to create a little elf creature to tell you all about them. Where did like he come from? I like lanterns. Yeah, like did he get stuck in yeah, there? Yeah, does he live there? Is he part of it? Was or... he formed as part of the solid tracks, which we'll get onto next? But the because I was worried that I'd missed some sort of explanation. But he no, just sort he... of says, "I'm like what ribbons of the I'm sixth hunger or some weird yeah. shit." Like you know, it, it's fine. Like you know, I couldn't we get, understand. We get silly names all the time. It's great. And again, like I loved all the, like taken in and of itself, I loved all that stuff, but it just felt really treading in place, especially because he very quickly gets eaten and then doesn't matter. Yeah. None of that matters. He just establishes He's basically that... like Lee Mack in the Kablam. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. What we need you to do is get eaten very quickly or impart some, a little bit of knowledge and then get eaten. Yeah. And go away. And go away. <laughs> <laughs> Go away. You've done your job now, leave. So then it turned out that they crossed over into the other dimension and found Hunter's dad, hmm. who was like, oh, thanks for coming. Like Bye a, now. By the way, is a cool Norwegian dad with a Slayer t-shirt and like beard <laughs> and stuff. Like, great. Oh, that's right. And they were referencing so cool. Arctic monkeys or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah all that sort of stuff, you know. It's fine. That's I, super I just thought, cool. I was just looking at him going... Man, is that what Norway, like Norwegians, get as, as dads over there? That's like a, that's what a dad looks like in Norway. Yeah, <laughs> he's got like a hoodie and a slate t-shirt on. For goodness' sake, anyway. He did seem really young, like yeah, really yeah, just a like bit. I've just come from the concert. Um, <laughs> I have like a twelve-year-old daughter. Okay. Uh, but then it turns I think, out I think that was his... more Dutch. But anyway. oh, sorry. <laughs> Have a schmuck and a pancake. Have a schmuck and a pancake. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I've got to work on my accents. I really do. Um, that's Sweden, isn't it? That's a Swedish chef. <laughs> Swedish chef, isn't it? <laughs> oh, wow. We're going to be reported to someone for terrible accents. <laughs> Veering in the problematic area. <laughs> I do love, if you don't listen to it, you should Tony Martin's Sizzletown yes, podcast, yeah. which is genius. Um, and he has now like, warning, this podcast contains problematic, problematic content. content. Yes. And he has all these like jokes. The last episode was he had this character and he plays all the characters. Mm. Um, he played this, this diversity character calling up going, why don't you have any uh, women or people with disabilities or gay people on, on your show? And he's like, well, I just think that, you know, that could be seen as inappropriate. He's like, oh, well, what, they're not good enough for you? And he's, he's, he's playing up the, the joke. The joke is the fact that he does he, all the voices. Yeah. yeah, it's probably best that he not probably do those that characters. Um, but then sending up the kind of people who'll be like, yeah, why don't you have all of this? And it's like, well, because it's this thing and it's just wouldn't, it, it would be tokenistic yeah. and weird. That's it. Um, it's so good. So yeah, he just has hashtag problematic content. <laughs> <laughs> sort of hashtag problematic content, everything uh, from now on. Probably should have started that really. Yeah. Look, if you're listening to this, you, I think people would know that we're all hashtag problematic content <laughs> these days. You can't life, be in life the world. Is, life is hashtag problematic, problematic content. Yeah. Yeah. 
I feel like we should have cigars and cocktails. It's that kind of a night. It sure is. Life is problematic. We should have a cocktail. What would you put in a cocktail called hashtag problematic? <laughs> like, what could go what's in really mm. incorrect? Like, really, <laughs> you know, um, oh, like something, some sort of palm oil because it's yes, from a, yeah, that's an unsustainable true, yeah. forest. Yeah. <laughs> 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 hashtag problematic cocktail. <laughs> Is there a particular type have, of rum that's racist? I don't know. Well, like, no, just some like some uh, chocolate flavored liqueur, and the chocolate comes from a child mine in somewhere <laughs> in Africa. It hasn't been hasn't been sustainably sourced. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, well, we're bad people. Well, yeah. I'm bad. I, that was my idea. So Stu is a lovely person. <laughs> <laughs> I sail above so this. I, yeah, you do. <laughs> I just want to work that out now. Like, what would you put in a cocktail called hashtag problematic? <laughs> Uh, if you know the answer to that, and let's build a co- let's build like a Frankensteinian monster <laughs> cocktail. Um, so yeah, so then we come down to the wife of Eric, the, Vi- the Norwegian Eric guy the is called Eric. <laughs> I saw. Speaking of Eric's who are Vikings, I saw Alexander Skarsgård on. Mm. Uh, Stephen Colbert, I think, or one of the okay, late yeah, night yeah. shows. I thought you were about to say in the street. Oh, I wish. He's a very good looking man. And he, I have only ever heard him act in American accents. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so he was on the show in his Sweden, Swedish accent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he's like so endearing. Do you remember in True Blood when he became Baby Eric? Yes. Like when he got tra- yes, I entranced do. and yeah. like forgot all of his hard badass. Yeah. He was just like really sweet. That's just really him. Really sweet. That's just him. <laughs> and I was like, you're like a sweet man. Oh, you're so cute. Like, oh. But then he's got this like rock hard body. Yes. He's also extremely tall too. He's like six yeah. foot four or something ridiculous. Crazy so he's tall. Big, tall, good looking Swedish man. And they're all like that. There's yeah. all the scars. There's, there's about 12 the scars of them. Guys, yeah. well, the Stella, scars, yeah. Is Stellan Skarsgård his dad? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And then there's the guy who was the evil clown in It is like the youngest Skarsgård. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And when you take off all the makeup, apparently, hot. Yeah. So I've got to track down some Skarsgårds. Um, <laughs> you know, Sweden doesn't have that big a population. They probably make up like a third of the population, the Skarsgårds. <laughs> they're like, Just saying. They're, they're the Nordic Hemsworths. Exactly. Yeah. That's where all the Eriks are from. So, um, so Eric has found somehow by crossing through into this mirror. I don't mm. know how he discovered it, but he did. Yeah, like maybe it, the solar track. I guess it did, him. I, I, th- I think the solar track like reached out. Yeah, saw that he. You know, probably but how did the solar track get to that point? Maybe that's just where it came out. It's just one of those coincidences we aren't right. given a proper reason for. Right, right, right. It's just in a mirror in a house in remote Norway. Norway. Uh, so the ex-wife sorry deceased wife widow the well the, ex-wife yeah <laughs> ex-wife deceased wife uh turned up mm. and he was like oh she's here yay and they're like that's no, my, inc- no. incidentally that's my favorite joke out of mean girls where uh the uh lindsay lohan dresses up for halloween as as a like a, a dead bride and she's an ex-wife uh yeah great <laughs> Anyway, That's right, and nobody on. gets it. No one gets it. She's like, I'm an ex-wife. Everyone's just dressed really slutty. Yeah, everyone's dressed really slutty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm so a slutty good. this. Yeah, I'm yeah. a slutty that. <laughs> you should check out the... Um, I just watched Ariana Grande's film clip for Thank You, Next, which is her 
song mm. kind of go power anthem like thank you next I saw that I, I also I saw that being grateful for talking about anthem. hashtag problematic content it got immediately like uh, ripped to shreds by someone but in amazing fashion the internet turned and like turned on that person really said actually um actually no it's fine how, 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 how did it someone wrote a big essay about like how it was like extremely problematic and like removing <laughs> like like you know like just that i wrote a big thing i can't believe i know this i was just so i, I literally just surfed twitter and like stuff floats into my brain i know and all of a sudden you know these and suddenly crazy I, know the, I know these ridiculous things yep. that mean nothing to no one all of a sudden you but know who pop stars are that's right exactly but but someone wrote a big essay and the internet collectively said no that's a bit that's much. our line that's well she's very funny Ariana Grande yeah. like if you see her she's done Saturday Night Live that's it, and a few yeah, things she's, she's quite... actually got a really good sense of humor yeah so she's just recreated all these she's movies. She's one of those hideous people who are like you know not only like incredibly musically talented yeah. and beautiful but also have an incredible sense of humor yeah it's like you're not allowed to have the, the three that, that's yeah. ridiculous it's not fair you've got to choose two yeah. choose two at the most come on <laughs> It's, oh, it's, it's depressing, isn't it? But that, exactly right. And so she just reenacts, though, the, the movies in... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Was, I think and it I was think... Uh, Legally Blonde and Mean Girls. So all these movies yeah, and bring it on, bring it on, I think bring it on and thing. suddenly 30, 30 and going on 30. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think a lot of the, a lot of the, the basis of this essay was... That. The basis of this essay was... Um, basically, the person writing it had not seen most of those movies. Oh, and so... Just was reacting to it as itself. Oh right! Um, and was sort of like taking all these things from it, and everyone's like, "No, that's that's a reference from a movie." Yeah, like you you need to back off. Yeah, <laughs> there's jokes at play yeah, here. There, there there's... people, there's jokes and pastiches happening. Yeah. And you should probably just let that happen. It's, yeah. it's fine. It's it's okay. Go take it. All good. Bex and lie down. Um, but yes, so Mean Girls aside, we have the ex-wife, yes. and she is not dead. No. But is she? Because oh. then she says, do you want to see your friend? She turned up when you did. <laughs> so that's really close. Mm. That's really quick. And the friend is Grace. Yes. And I mean, well, you know, you sort of realize as Graham sort of walks through, you know, of course it's going to be Grace. But, yeah. you know, it's a really cool reveal. And, and now we see why that actress was, was billed as like having a repeating role. Yes. Because uh, obviously like she comes back. Yeah. Uh, and it had and some it was good. It was nice to see Fantastic stuff. Uh, Graham, again, again, from Graham, like oh. MVP. You talk oh. about Ryan being MVP. Well, sorry, I mean, we I got... meant like power move, uh, maybe. Yeah, from yeah, Ryan. yeah that, like Graham true. again yeah. was MB- M- MVP. It's, I feel really hashtag problematic, kind of <laughs> continuing to go. Yeah, yeah the, old, that, the, the old, old white, white guy, guy <laughs> is the best thing about he's, this show. He's uh, he's bringing home the pathos and the heart and the he convincingly runs from like cheery and wisecracking yeah. to like really heartbroken and conflicted but stoic and yeah and, but but also doing the right thing yeah and, like, believably running through all those emotions yeah really good he's really, really good really good stuff because i thought when i they should get saw him that, to deliver the exposition I, yeah. <laughs> when i saw that thing i was like oh maybe this is going to be one of those things where you can choose another world Yes. And oh, yeah, like, okay. I see like what you the mean. Rose yeah, yeah. and the Doctor went yeah, to a parallel. Yeah, exactly. So maybe that's how, if he's only staying one season, maybe that's how they'll write him out. Like he, he Oh, you thought he'd stay, stay behind? Yeah. Okay. Well, when, before I knew about the Solar Tract, which is this crazy bedtime <laughs> story the Doctor's 
one of her many grandmothers Five told of seven, her, I think, yeah, or something like that, yeah. Uh, told her, Not uh, seven of nine. That's a totally different thing. Very different mm. thing. Uh, you will assimilate. Yes, yes. Well done. Is that a reference? It's a book, yes. The Borg actually based like a ripoff of the Cybermen. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Circle of life. And actually, the way the Borg look, the way the Borg look with all those like weird techno added added bits was how the Cybermen were really supposed to look. And, and because of the 1960s Doctor Who budget, they just ended up with people with socks on their heads with bits of tubing. <laughs> uh, so, you know, that was... <laughs> Still pretty scary. That was super. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The original Cybermen the are freakish. Cybermen are yeah, yeah. super freaky. Because you get the sense that like, it's all like, uh, like surgical bandage and stuff. Yeah, and it's, like, very... there's a little bit of... Like, there, there's material. a lot there's a lot of body horror going on there whereas mm. like later cybermen are just like robot people yeah so you know they're just super mm. camp robot people yeah. <laughs> boom boom we move in formation boom, <laughs> <laughs> swing coordinate back to the front and drop and pulse Good and point. pulse <laughs> delete. and shoot and delete delete, <laughs> delete. <laughs> and point and delete and back, back, back. <laughs> That's at the end of Blazing Saddles. Push out your hand. Stick out Sing your tush. <laughs> something, something. Give, Give him a push. push. <laughs> yeah. I need to learn more Bob Fosse. That's what I need to do. Like, tap, tap, tap. You're doing Thrust. the French mistake. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> How good is Blazing Saddles? It is. I watched it. It's on Netflix now. Oh, is it? It just popped up on Netflix. Oh. And we watched it. Uh, my wife and I. Love that movie. It uh, we watched stands it. Stands up yeah, so well, away. apart from the crazy so non-endings, which oh, Mel Brooks is that, famous for. But that still holds oh, up. Oh, it's, like, like, yeah, like, it's, it's still amazing. genius. Yeah, yeah. But it, you know, it's that whole like we don't know how to end this, so we let's cut yeah, to so a dance tune. A high fight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like we built a whole fake town, which is the real fake town. Which is the real fake town. I know. Yeah, that's the meta joke of it. Yeah, it's so good. I just I don't know the sheriff with the and Madeline Kahn with mm-hmm. the. Oh, I'm so in, tired. In a surprisingly long scene, I'd forgotten how long that song just keeps going. Yeah, they just they just but give over the, five minutes of the movie that's to the like joy of it. Yeah, that's right. Not that yeah. much plot really. So no, why not have these fantastic just, yeah. character moments? <laughs> People um, dressed in like um, you know German uniforms coming out. Yeah. He's tired. <laughs> tired of playing <laughs> the game. <laughs> oh, oh, so so good. Um, I, the where were we oh yeah so grace is there and for graham it's like he's like oh she's like you've been having a really good time without me and he's like no i'm lost without you so when he said that is when i thought oh he's yeah. gonna stay behind and, and actually i thought they i thought they did that i i didn't quite like how that all played out because i think they hit that same beat about three or four times where like she says something graham looks a bit confused but then it sort of snaps back Whereas I think, like, in a regular, like, what I, what I would refer to as a regular Doctor Who episode, you would just have the one beat where she would say something that would be massively out of character for her and he would be like, what? Yeah. Grace would never say that. And, you know, that turns out to be Ryan. Mm. And it, it should have just been the Ryan thing. I think if there shouldn't have been all this other little dancing around the, oh, you know, is she, isn't she? It's like, obviously she's not Grace. We're we're all on board with this, so why why are we teasing this out? What as if makes she might us who be? we are? She's the consciousness. Yeah, the consciousness is the this. Is, same. This is like the the glass creatures from the end of the Christmas special, just gone. Oh, uh, really? Where it's like, 
did you where, where it's like you know um, it's like oh I'm Bill I am, I'm a glass creature from like the far future uh, but yeah. I have all her memories so yeah. I, I'm her yeah it's like mm, are you there are, are you her there not really not not quite maybe what I don't is, know what constitutes us well this is true uh, call in if call you, in. you know the call answers in if you to know deep the philosophical to life the universe <laughs> yeah. and everything uh, we'd quite like to know that'd yes, be great please. Yeah. yes please um, and and so then they obviously start to work out that the universe is starting to shatter because they're too close and the doctor works out why that is because of the solar tract mm. now is that something in your long storied history of watching Doctor Who that you've ever heard of before? No, no, no. It's a completely new That thing. is completely yeah, new? Yeah, just made up. Okay. Um. <laughs> so, which, I, which I say as if everything else in the show isn't made up out of no, all time. Well, of but, course. But, but no. Um, it's never been made up before I now. don't... I, no, that's right. It this is the first time previously. it has been made up. So from, from what I can gather from her description... You know, in the Stonecutters episode of The Simpsons, <laughs> when he talks about wanting to be in a club as a kid and they called it the No Homers the Club. The No Homers Club, yes. It's like, but Homer, so-and-so's in there. Yeah, it was No Homers. <laughs> That's what I felt like the solid tract was. There's a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah, That you can only really do one at a time. It you can't. Know, it's not really. So it can't exist. It's not really into like a menage a trois situation. Um, it's not really into that. No. It's like very much a, a one-on-one thing. Right. Mm. So it can't. But so it can't. Greg, uh, physicist from the Smart Enough to Know Better podcast, if you can call in and explain the physics and explain the physics of this sentient uh, mini universe, the that, um... quantum mechanics of the solar tract. But essentially, it's a bedtime story where there's a whole universe out there that just wants to be friends but can't be. That apparently, at the dawn of time, just wanted to be friends with all of us but couldn't because its very existence was yeah, its was very existence was hashtag problematic. <laughs> Um, and so, and so, it was perma banned uh, from 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 reality. Blocked. Yeah, yeah blocked. Me, yeah, totally. Ah, <laughs> oh, oh, social media has enriched our lives. Oh, yes, it has, hasn't it? But um, so, I mean, yes, fine. It it took its eventual shape. I suppose, as a frog. Yes. Because Grace had liked frogs. Grace had liked frogs and it said, uh, this form delights me. And you know what, Nat? It delighted me too. It delighted you too? Yes. (laughs) But it was funny the way that as soon as people started saying, oh, you're not, it it banished it. It, Like it couldn't, it it couldn't help itself. It had to banish. That's right. Yeah, it had to get rid of it. Its feelings were hurt. And and I think, yeah, that's right. But it, it was Out. more. It was more the sense Don't that you have those days where you wish you could do that. You could just like, like hand it. hand in the air, boom! Someone goes flying through a magical boom. portal. Yeah, into the mirror you go. Into the into the cave dimension. And what I love while all of that was happening, so Yaz, Graham, the Doctor are all in the magic alternate universe, yeah. the solar tract world, uh, getting some solar traction. Indeed. Um, Ryan and, and Ryan's just walking just around back at the back at the real house. No, no, no. Oh, no, but they're, they're in, just the in, the, in the anti zone. Yeah, in the anti zone. Because he goes in to find Hannah and then she goes through, but he's mm. just stuck in the anti zone. And again, the, the How weird. How come the flesh moths don't I was it? about to say that there was. They set that up and they didn't quite no. pay it off. Like, there was the sense that they were in danger, but Ryan never had to, like, fight off a swarm of flesh moths. No, like, it or just I would have thought of... he'd have to, like, get one of the lanterns and, like, make it explode. Yeah, they, they or kind of. They, they ran around a corner and hid like they were in a Looney Tune cartoon. <laughs> Like a swarm of insects 
like that can sense that can sense things like streamed past because they had hidden around a corner. Yeah. It just was sort of like, okay, apparently that's how we're going to deal with that. But all right, even cool. after that, he must have spent all that time in there running around. Well, exactly. And it didn't yeah, yeah, seem yeah. that big. Like they, it, it, yeah, it yeah, felt exactly. like the size of this room that we're in here. That's right. Your rumpus room area here. Yeah. Like, which probably it was. It was a small set that they rigged up. But then they they made. And a then big... the next day after they finished filming, they just yeah. charge everyone to Bob to come in and they go made the they made house. A, a big big deal about uh, ribbons cutting the um the the the, yes. the, the line. And then again, that that sort of never came up. Well, again. they again like, they're like, quick, there's the portal, go back through, and they go into and the go other in the world. One. But yeah, because they got turned they around. They could have but... done that anyway without. But exactly, yeah, yeah. But 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 my point is like, uh, so that means it's like a bit of a maze in that cave dimension, but. Like what? So so that had nothing to do with anything really because like at the end they just run out of there and run into the next one. Yeah, you know. So it just sort of okay, never mind. Problem solved. Like a lot of that stuff in it that was... middle dimension just didn't make sense. Why even have it? Why even do it? Just have it be a. Just have it be again. A thing. Was it to fill time? I guess, and to have like a bit of a threat, like because there's that stuff with the flesh, and have and something that... for Ryan to do because they had yeah. to keep him back to bond with. Yeah, the yeah, girly. exactly. Maybe. Actually, I did that one thing that I found very affecting from the episode was the right of the message. That was fantastic. I the really liked wrote that. And yeah, said, yeah. this is a map and these are the defenses. Yeah, and then, and then it's like, like, assume her father assume is her dead. Father's dead. Find someone yep. else to take care of her, keep her safe. I was like, oh. And then, and then her she dad, down. her dad like when her sees dad that saw that at, at the end, end, that like snaps him out yeah, of the spell. Absolutely. It's crazy. Because yeah, they're, he, that was it was very weird that he mm. was like no no she's fine she's fine it was he was clearly obviously he'd done a runner but he was under a beguiling spell yeah that's it there, there was know. there was sort of mitigating circumstances yeah. there so um but yeah he saw that and was like snapped out of it mm. and i it would have been cool to see graham or ryan i think say you do the right thing now like or else like just yeah. have a little bit of that yeah, as it was they just said so what are you going to do now and they're like oh we're going to go back to Oslo I think time to go back to the city okay we'll get in a magical time travel I just machine, wish that they? Ryan or, or you know Graham had been like look after him just pointed yeah, look look after him you know I, I just feel there's these little opportunities in the same way that mm. Ryan could have said to James last week in the Witch Hunter episode when James said come to London and be my protector go mate I wouldn't last two weeks with you. <laughs> Maybe have a look at your trust issues. Or so. Like he had a chance to just say something there and they had the chance to do the same, which I felt was That's it. a bit lost. But, but something they did do was uh, Ryan finally called Graham Granddad. Yeah. Which was actually played really, really it well. It was played and really well. And it was, I thought it would happen next week. So yeah, I figured that would be a finale thing, which suggests that like the finale is like going to be pretty jam packed. Like oh, they're not going to have right. time for that beat. But yeah. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was really good. I thought it was a nice little payoff. It was um, sweet. And it yeah. came at the right time. Yeah. It makes sense in hindsight. Yeah, like they've been through all happened. this now. And he knows that... Because that's what was interesting because I was like, well, Ryan doesn't know that his grandma's been on the other side of the wall. It would have been interesting to see him yeah. have the reaction to her as well. Yeah, absolutely. I, I thought they had that to keep him to... stuck in the anti-zone yeah, and not it. have that moment. I thought he would come across and... and... Yeah, that would have complicated things because, like, mm. she she she's a different person to both of them. Yeah, that would have been really interesting because yeah. she's his grandmother, but she's Graham's like wife. Like, yeah. so that's that's a totally different dynamic thing. Mm. And so, like, she's the same person, but she's a different person to both of them. Yeah, and that would have been really interesting to explore. But obviously, the episode wasn't interested in that. Yeah, was... and so why do we think that the Doctor didn't have 
someone conjured up for them or Yaz. I mean, uh, Yaz, maybe she's young. She hasn't had a lot of grief in her life. She's still got a family. You know, her nanny's still alive. Totally. Well, well it was saying, it was explicitly saying it couldn't manage more than sort of two, I guess. Like, cause it was oh, really right, straining. Cause it was stra- yeah, and that's, 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 and that's right. what I thought it was so really, for the easy low hanging fruit. I was about to say, we, we, it just sort of, it was very clever the way the doctor sort of almost tricked it into letting Eric go by basically going, Hey, I'm a way better option for you. Yes. You know? You're going to find out. A I'm more so much me. more interesting. You know, I thought that was a really interesting way to trick the, um, the, the universe. And, the, and that was, that was really good. I thought that was a really good way, mm. and I, but I thought that was going to be it. And then we get a scene with a frog on a chair, <laughs> which just, just, it shot this episode up from like, you know, a pretty solid, like pretty solid episode to yeah. Holy crap. This episode's weird as hell. <laughs> Like, it's so good. I loved it. I really well, did. Dan from the Smart Enough to Know Better podcast, he'll be delighted that we're talking about him again. And I can see, I, I can see him doing his little squee dance uh, as we speak. But he had an interesting idea. Well, basically, he thinks he should be writing these episodes. But he's, <laughs> his thought was, for the for, rather than sort of the doctor begging to be let go or saying, yes. you know... But the doctor actually saying, no, I'll, I'm going to be here with you so you're not lonely. Yeah. And then crying and like feeling, being upset that she's no longer going to see the gang. Yeah, that's right. And get back to the TARDIS and the frog be like, what are you doing? What's this emotion? And Mm. the doctor saying, this is sadness. Like what sadness? Like, oh, this is a great story for you. What is sadness? What is sadness? I'm just a frog. (laughs) I am a naive cosmic frog. Cosmic frog. (laughs) Okay. We need to open a bar called Cosmic Frog. Oh, no. Or that's a cocktail. (laughs) <laughs> yes okay that needs to go in the episode that yes. needs to go in the jack the ripper yes, volcano they serve cosmic frogs jefferson starfish and cosmic and cosmic frog. frogs yeah it's all coming together okay that's good that's good <laughs> i've really got to write this um well the thing is i'm waiting for next week so we get the final input but maybe well, i'll have it. to maybe i can write it in such a way that it doesn't really matter and we just shove it in at the end <laughs> yes but I think that'll, yeah. Yeah. It'll all track. We'll, we'll work it out. It'll be yeah. like the Christmas special, our Christmas, because they're not doing a Christmas special. They're doing no, a New, they're doing Year's, a New special. Year's special. Exactly. So we'll do the Christmas special, which will be... We'll do the Christmas special they should have done. They should have done, <laughs> which is Jefferson Starfish. Oh, which means it'll have to be set at Christmas. Oh, oh. but he's already, he's a starfish. So it's like a star on a Christmas tree. Ah, <gasps> oh, it's have all coming together. You, have you just given away the ending? Maybe I have. Have I you just know. given away the twist I ending? <laughs> will be awkward because he is a human sized starfish <laughs> or a half man half starfish or yes. half woman half starfish a woefish <laughs> do starfishes have gender I think you just rip them in half and they grow new ones don't they um <laughs> the mind boggles um I don't know I'm going to look that up very briefly because <laughs> I I don't feel we can leave our listeners without we've, we've, knowledge. This episode's had everything Do so far. We may as well have some live Googling. have... Now, okay, so I put... I put in, do starfish have sex? Because I meant sex as in male oh, or female. Oh, dear. Um, so, right. They can either spawn together or they can asexually reproduce. Right. Though this isn't the ideal way to produce new starfish because it doesn't promote genetic diversity within the species. Um, Most species of starfish are gonochorus, 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 gonochorus. They've got gonochorus. Gonochorus, gonochorus. 
I'm very, don't know how to pronounce that word. G-O-N-O-C-H-O-R-O-U-S. Gonochorus, maybe. Like gonads. No. There being separate male and female individuals, these are usually not distinguishable externally as the gonads cannot be seen, but their sex is apparent when they spawn. Right. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm sure it is. Oh, yeah, it's apparent when they (laughs) spawn. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, there's a lot of research that I need to to do here. should I leave you alone with you? No, your... I just that's wow. Jefferson Starfish <laughs> has a whole like adults only yeah, yeah. Uh, side story <laughs> to, by the looks of things. He could have his own wow. torture episode. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just remembered. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to put that phrase to the back of my mind. Yes. Uh, <laughs> woo 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 woo! It's a crazy night. Quick, pour another hashtag problematic. <laughs> And a hashtag cosmic frog. Absolutely. I actually really like cosmic frog. It's a it's a sweet collection of words. Yes. The cosmic feels, frog. Feels good there. So, yes. All right. So cosmic frogs. I don't think there's anything else out of this episode unless there's a mirror, some sort of fancy mirror we can put into the <laughs> yeah, into maybe. the uh, Nat and Stu writer Doctor Who episode. Mm. Okay. Um, or Norway. Well, for some yes, reason. Norway. Anything else about this episode? Like. No, I just thought it was. I thought it was a really good episode. I liked it a lot. I, I thought it, it all hung together. It had a crazy idea, which I love in well, Doctor Who every once in a while. Like just yeah. to have a weird sci-fi and idea. And that probably came at the right place yeah. in the, the second half of the season. Yeah, to, to kind of go, yeah, let's just throw out wacky cosmic frogs. That's it, exactly. Um, I yeah. am delighted by this form. <laughs> it's ridiculous what else, talking like, puppet. What What would have been oh. weirder than the talking frog? Could there have been anything, you know, if she'd pulled out a beetle or a, if in the necklace, because it was all the, the necklace. Mm. You know, my grandmother always liked pigs. So in her case, it would have been a talking pig. <laughs> a talking pig. Um, bah, ram, yeah. <laughs> yeah, la, la, la. La, la, la. Yes. No, it, I, um, I, the frog was very the frog distinct. Was, uh, I can't think of anything choice. more bizarre than a frog because like... Uh, because it, it's freaked out your brain I, and you can't I, yeah, think of anything As more. soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, it's a frog puppet. Okay, great. Do you reckon it was I, a puppet or do you reckon it was CGI? I kind of reckon I they hope blew... It wasn't, I hope it wasn't CGI because that was pretty... <laughs> that was pretty See, I felt CGI. they blew the budget on terrible CGI. Oh, really? Okay, I don't right. know. <laughs> Maybe I wasn't watching Just the way its mouth was moving, I was like, it feels like a puppet. If it's not a puppet, they, they went out of their way to make it feel yeah. like a puppet. It felt like, I don't know whether you've ever seen, because we've talked about them before, like the giant spiders on Metabellus 3 um, in, in the third Doctor uh, serial, um, which are like these ridiculous, like obviously puppets. And they have these like, Doctor, we will destroy you. You know, all these, all these sorts of things. And it's just, that's very old, old Doctor Who. Uh, that, that sort of low tech, like it's a puppet with like a little, little mouth moving. Um, the only thing, I mean, they... <laughs> Yeah, it just sort of, it was, it was very, very, uh, it felt very old school Doctor Who to suddenly have like a weird frog, a cosmic frog talking to the Doctor. Is this these? I've just looked Yes, that's them. That's them. We're looking so at pictures of is the... Is that Sarah Jane? Uh, yeah, yeah, it would have been Sarah Jane, yeah. She's got a giant spider on her back. Uh, yeah, in the, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, that's creepy. Yeah. Oh, there's the rag- Ragnos. There's the Ragnos, yeah, but... um. And there's the giant you, spiders you, from this series. That's right. But if you see them, if you see them in action, they're very obviously like these puppets that like move a leg. And... <laughs> <laughs> oh bless! Oh bless! 
How far we've come. How far we have come. Um, and look, I am... Uh, oh, God. What happened to... Oh, no, it's still there. Okay, good. I thought the recording had stopped. <laughs> I couldn't see the Audacity Googling. symbol down here, but it was still recording, so that's good. It was just hidden. Um, uh, where will I? Well, I think that wraps it up then, Stu. We've only got one episode left to I go. I know, it's crazy. And it has a ridiculous title that I actually can't remember right now. <laughs> no, I can't. Well, this one was called It Takes You Away. It Takes I You Away. It was well, a yeah, great yeah, atmospheric perfect, title. Perfect title. Didn't hint at the cosmic frog at all. No, no. <laughs> I mean, ultimately, the, the episode should have been called Cosmic Frog, because um, <laughs> I think that would have gotten people in a bit more, but, you know. A dance craze. That's what the Cosmic Frog the cosmic needs frog. to be. Ring a ding, 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 ding. No, not the... No, f- the Crazy Frog. Crazy Frog. <laughs> that would probably be the last worldwide phenomenal frog, the Crazy Frog. Weren't they the days? I mean, yeah. <laughs> what was Crazy Frog like around 2000? Or 2000? Yeah, it was one of the early, early like 2000s. internet things you could get. It was like, a, you'd download yeah, it and you'd stuff. download it and have it as your ringtone. And people Very were like, ding, 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 ding. And then it was a song. And remember how you used to download? Isn't it strange that we're now talking about, remember when you used to have your Razor phone, your Motorola <laughs> Razor, and you'd have to... Da- remember when people used to send um, MMS... So not SMS, but MMS, and you would have yeah, to hit a, a website thing. link yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to go and look at it on a website because the phone couldn't handle the picture. Yes, exactly. Oh, remember yeah, yeah. back then, Stu? It was a whole remember thing. back then? Oh. It almost feels, the I don't know about Nokia you, 3210s and... but it feels almost like that was further ago than like my high school in the 90s when we didn't have mobile phones. Well... I had a mobile phone in the last year of my high school, which I kept in a bag and never used because it was right, an yes. old one of my dad's. And mm. It was like a massive brick. And <laughs> like you weren't allowed to have them in class. And no, it, absolutely it, it not. Was, yeah, and yeah. everyone, if, if anyone saw you with a mobile phone, pointed, laughed at you and called you a wanker. Yeah, yeah. That was the thing, yeah. Mobile if phones you had were a mobile wankers, phone, yeah. you were a dickhead. A dickhead. Yeah, like, like An just, absolute. Like, oh man. Certifiable dickhead. There was a kid who brought... A mobile phone to school and he was that guy he was that guy with the mobile phone but was he doing it in a kind of hey i've got a mobile phone yeah absolutely oh, okay, and see. We, and, but like we were all like what are you doing you dickhead you dickhead like yeah. just <laughs> that is so weird yeah having uh, a phone on you that is like the size of a house yeah what are you even doing <laughs> i mean doing? who even does that that's crazy remember that's, how phones got real small they got really small <laughs> it was like a competition to see who could have the smallest there's actually it, it weirdly dates um the film, the film well um the film zoolander as well the film zoolander oh, yeah. has a bunch of jokes about tiny about tiny, tiny little yeah. mobiles but Zoolander had um, because that they joke did. Too. They got real, oh, real sorry. small. They got small, 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 and then suddenly the iPhone came out, and they got big, 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 big. big. Yeah, and now we were um, one screen size. Now, yeah, and... we've all got like you know TVs in our pockets. It's yes. crazy. T- um, the uh, all this stalling has time, brought us to <laughs> at that time. <laughs> yes, like the two thousands with all that weird intermediate technology. Yeah. sometimes feels more long ago yeah because it's it's just than the 90s when i didn't have a phone that's it exactly when, yeah, yeah where, where it just wasn't a thing because mm. that all that very specific technology that's so close to what we have now but not but so far it away dates it very hard mm. and yeah it, it's hard to sort of it's like how um we mentioned i mentioned breaking bad earlier in breaking bad they all use like these weird little flip phones like as burner phones, because yeah. when they started making the show, that was what phones looked like. 
Yes. By the time they finished the show, that was not what phones looked like, but only a year had passed well, in Showtime. Do you remember that when they first... Say you had a show like Law and Order, yeah. and they would have a plot point about social media or a mobile phone. Um, you would have like a fake phone company or a fake phone or a fake social media website called like Friends Together app. Really? And, yeah, and and now everyone's just like, oh, I'm ringing you on my iPhone. Like that, you see the you see the iPhone. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas it would be a fake. Well, actually, and and the thing is, some movies still. And TV shows and stuff still do that. Yes, yeah, and it so. feels really weird when they do. Yeah, because it's like they created an operating system or yeah. they created the imagery. That's right. Um, maybe it's, it's like a sponsorship why, thing. Maybe. Why, well, I, th- I know. Maybe you have to pay Apple very, money if you want to use iPhones. You, you, you know? do, and also um, organizations like the BBC, for example, and the ABC in Australia um, can't be seen to be promoting one. You know, search yeah. engine. Other search engines are available, and famously, they're not allowed. Up until very recently, they, they weren't allowed to say Google something. They had to oh, say, really? search for it on the internet. Or, oh, you know, right. like something like that, you know. Um, so, because Google is a, a brand. It's a brand, yeah. Um, so, you know, you have to pretend that we don't live in a... The greatest trick the devil that making brands <laughs> actual verbs. That... Yeah, like, like, but, you know, it, it, it existed for a long time. You know, like, if you hoover something, Yeah, that's, exactly. That's a brand name and... If you M&M the floor... <laughs> You know, that's just something we all do. What would that be? <laughs> oh, you know, you M&M the floor, you Mazda the walls. Um, you pick up a new pair of Bunnings. <laughs> Very slippery. Very slippery. Mm. Sorry, you had something to say. No, I was going to say, um, see, uh, episode 10 of this season, uh, the season finale, which airs next week, is called The Battle of Ranscor Av Kolos. A memorable that, title please? that will surely go down in history. Ranscore. The, the Battle of Ranscore of Kolos. Can I see the... How does that spell? Oh, Ranscore of Kolos. Oh, right. Yes. Ranscore of Kolos. Yes. Okay, see, it was your pronunciation. Stuart. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Now I know exactly absolutely. where you mean. Yes. Uh, Ranscore of Kolos. Of Kolos. Of Kolos. Oh, so yes. Yeah. It's, it's subtle. You've but got it's to really inflect yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Av, you've really, you know, got to really got hit to, it. Yeah. Um, so is that an alien? That's planet, just one nonsense hopes? words um, strung well, together. Someone's... And I know that I know that we are watching and talking about a show that frequently has nonsense words strung together, but that just feels very egregious to me. I don't know why, but it they does. could have picked something else. Probably, <laughs> they could have picked literally anything else. <laughs> they could have. Um, I just realised now how strange it sounded. <laughs> Could have picked something else. It, I, I hope it'll make sense. Like you know, um, the the Saranga conundrum seemed very strange at the time. I guess having watched the episode, it, it makes sense for that episode. You guess? Yeah, I Does guess. It still, really? Um, I hope that this title matches up to the <laughs> episode. I hope it's. I hope it at least lives up to. The first two episodes, which I thought were the best of the Chibnall Do you think Estenza will return? I'm, I would be surprised if they didn't. It's very loose, though. Because it's like a battle going on. There's like literally it's... appearance of one Stenza, a reference to them in the second episode. Yeah, and then that's it. But it, make, it makes me think, like, we've got to see them again, surely. Otherwise, what was the point of that? But, but then having said that, I wouldn't be disappointed if we didn't see them again. Because like I said, they were a perfect... Um, regeneration villain yes where you just they, they show up they menace the doctor for a bit when she's a bit weak having just regenerated yep 
she gets a gets a business together and and takes them down. That's that's all they need to do. And Makes I'd be sense. pretty happy if we didn't see them again. Uh, I I think we might. Um, people have said we might see Crasco again as well from the Rosa Parks Ugh. episode. Um, I, again, again, I kind of hope we don't. I kind of hope that he's just sort of this weird little douche anachronistic bag. douchebag in a, a an otherwise fine episode. Anachronouche. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what's that love? I wasn't paying attention to you. You're just an anachronouche. Indeed. You're a douchebag out of time. That's it. <laughs> You're a douchebag that makes no sense in context. <laughs> Um, any other predictions? Do you, do we think that something's going to happen to Graham? I think if anything's going to happen to any character, it would be something happening to Graham. Yeah, I get the sense that if... Which makes me wonder, maybe to pull the rug out from under us, they'll do something to one of the others, but I don't know. Maybe. We'll have to see. It, it, there's three companions, which makes me think there's room for culling. There's room to, <laughs> so there's room to trim the fat. And quite frankly... All right, everybody, we got a lot of companions out here. we got to cull some of them down, get the numbers under control. Point squad, I want you out sweeping the battle lines. This is where the roleplay falls over when I don't have any military experience to fall back on. B squad, I need you over there by the toilet block. Uh, i got to get up on some military knowledge. Uh, purely for improper purposes. Purely for improper purposes. Yeah. Um, I should point out to people if they have listen, listened this far, and we do mm. need a song. Um, is there well, like a cosmic well, frog song? There's two. Uh, there's two band references in this. We've got Arctic Monkeys and Slayer, so you can oh, go okay. whichever one you can want. Can you please tell me uh, which one to pick? <laughs> because probably, I, I don't we know. We should probably any go with an Arctic Monkeys song because I don't think we want to end on Slayer. It's going to be a weird What's Slayer. Uh, they're a heavy metal band. Oh right, uh, right. A thrash metal band uh, that. Yeah, we could always well, end we on could it. end on is the there's a I think she's Swedish though. There's a really cool pop star. She might be Norwegian. York? <laughs> no, York's from Iceland. She's from Iceland. Thank Iceland. You very I, I know much. that. I did know that. I was. Um, there's a really cool Norwegian. Oh, she is Norwegian. Awesome. Okay, oh. her name's Sigrid. Oh, cool. I've been loving her songs for a while now. I'm She'll waiting probably for have her that to release Nordic an album. Whimsical, uh... She is, she's a beautiful, all of her songs, she's only about 20 because that's yeah, what pop stars course. are. Yeah. <laughs> and in all her video clips, she's just wearing like jeans and a really boxy t-shirt like, yeah. and her hair out. She looks 12 in all her videos. Right. Yes. But she's, she's a pop star without all the pop kind of dressing. She's yeah. just like no makeup, no, or well, nothing extravagant. Yeah. Hair out. She looks like she's from the 70s, like a 70s kind of 12-year-old girl. Cool. Um, So I will play uh, her song, Strangers, because I love that song. It's so good. And And she's Norwegian. Very appropriate for this. uh... And it's like Norwegian pop, so I will play that. Oh, my God. She was born in 1996, June. She's 22. (laughs) What are we doing There are There are 18-year-olds running around who were born in 2000. It's not right. No, it's not. It's not. It's not right. It's... Okay, I I was no, it's I was doing a trivia comp the other night or hosting a, a party thing, one of my various and many acting gigs, and I'm trying to pick up to to keep food in my stomach. It's a very big stomach, um, and one of the components of the the, the gig is a little trivia round. Yeah. And it was a 70s party. So, of course, all the trivia was 70s based. And so you get this chorus of people who were born in the 90s going, I was 
born in the 90s. How was I supposed to know about this? And I'm like, well, I wasn't born in 1969, but I still yeah, know we went but, to the moon. Yeah, you know things because you have <laughs> a more than like passing interest in just general knowledge like, and the world around I you. I didn't realize that trivia was restricted to things that absolutely had to have happened since you were born. And also, I could ask you a question probably about something else that you wouldn't know and it happened last week. Yeah. Stop being idiots. <laughs> if you're listening to this and you use the excuse, that happened before I was born. I'm, like... I don't know everything about the 70s. Of course, I don't, don't know everything about the 1870s no. or the 1770s. But like... You, you know things. Trivia, you know the whole point things. of yes. trivia is about knowing wacky things that other people might not know. I, I do wonder if like Makes smartphones so have killed the idea of trivia because you can just look stuff up now. Like knowing a lot of trivia it, I mean, isn't necessarily there's like... There's definitely something to the fact that you don't need to kind of learn stuff by rote. Yeah. So, you know, the fact that I can name all of the British kings and queens from William the Conqueror to the present day in order, and in many cases, their years of being in the chair. Which I would never ask you to do on this podcast. Uh, first of all, because I wouldn't be able to fact check you even if I wanted to. Yes, you could. <laughs> Second of all... You just have the computer up. <laughs> Second I of all, were, we're wrapping up. We're yeah, no, yeah. okay, fine. <laughs> and this is what people always say when I'm at a party and I go, well, my party trick is telling all that. And they're like, oh, is that the time? I need to go home. <laughs> I'm like, it doesn't take that long. Like, fine. Anyway, my point is... Isn't it like a song that you can sing? Maybe. They... I think, oh, you know what? I think um, that Horrible Histories did a song. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, they did based too. On yeah, it, which that's right. It, apparently Horrible Histories would be right up my alley. But Have it you was ever watched too, it? Oh, bits and pieces here and there, but I've never sat like. Right. When would I watch horrible? It's it was on at like three thirty in the afternoon. Like I've had a job most of my life. I don't. I don't. How have I watched it? I don't know, <laughs> Stu. What What are you doing? What am I doing with my life? I don't. I mean, I don't. I got. I've as I said, I've seen odd bits and bit like people will circulate a clip on Facebook or something. Sure. But I've never sat down and just gone. You know what? I'm just going to pop on some horrible histories. It, it kills me because I wish I'd invented something like Horrible Histories because yeah. it's good it's fun. Sort of thing. Well, yeah, exactly. It's right up my alley, but I haven't seen it. But yes, I I think a guy I used to work with once sent me a link to a song that they did and this king was stinky and this one was winky and right. whatever. Um, but yes, point is, you don't need to know all these things by rote because you have a phone, but that's the joy of trivia. Like that's, that's where right, the victories exactly. yeah, come yeah. from. That's it from people knowing obscure The things. famous example in my case, being on a trivia night, and it's probably God, 10, 12 years ago, being on a trivia comp with people and they had the, was this one of ours or? or no, or it wasn't. No. It was a different one. It was over at the crown, I think at Lutwich and they had a jackpot round at the end right. for $250. I think oh, cool. it was. Yeah, yeah. And you had to select one person per team to and, go up and, and be that the long ago. That was person. a lot of money. Yeah, well, <laughs> could have bought, bought a house back in two thousand. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Um, And we, they all sent me up. They're like, "No, you go, Natalie. You go." And I was like, mm. "Well, I don't want you to think because it's a lot of responsibility." And I'm like, you go. You, you're, you know, you're the person who knows the trivia. Anyway, and I'm like, "Oh, it's one question. What are the chances?" And then he asks, "What was the name of the movie that Evil Knievel made in 1970, whatever it was?" <laughs> and I turned to the table and I went. I know this. <laughs> of all the questions to ask, That's I it. know and, this. And of all the people who from your table who could have gone up. Exactly. Yeah. Nobody else knew, That's but it. I knew. That's it. Uh, For the benefit of our audience at home, mm, what is the name of that movie? Now? Viva Knievel. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yes. So there you go. It's just, that's what the joy of trivia is. Amazing. And you do yourself no service by going, 
anything about that because that happened to her before my mother was born. Yeah, and I mean, I'm but not going to... But it's gonna, like people who are 18 now yeah, exactly. who don't know September 11. Oh, that's really weird. It's so weird. But, and I... Not all, you know, hashtag not all 18-year-olds. Like, I feel like... <laughs> Look, they're getting out and marching in for climate change. Good on them. Totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good and, on them, the kids. Not only that, there's there's going to be some little 18-year-old super nerd who would know all of this stuff that we know and more. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, look, I was boning up that... on Ted Bundy when I was 13. <laughs> totally. That's a really weird way a of weird phrasing that. weird way to that. phrase that, yeah. Oh, did you see photos of Zac Efron dressed as Ted Bundy? Oh, no, for the new movie. Because he's in the yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, um, No, I haven't. Is he, does he look like him? Amazing. Wow. It's really conflicting because you're like... <laughs> Oh my God, he looks does so he much still, like Ted Bundy, but he, he still also still like looks the, like Zac Efron. Yeah. So you're like, he's super hot, yeah, I was about to but say. also he's Ted Bundy. <laughs> now I'm really conflicted. Was Ted Bundy good looking? Like I'm trying to Well, think. I don't find him good looking when but I look at pictures he, of him, but, did, but people, people did. did. Okay, yes. Right, he was very charismatic, apparently. Like sure. he's a good looking and he was in like Republican politics and stuff early on, which, you know, tells you something, but <laughs> 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 political satire right here on Who's Raven On. But he was like a handsome kind of all American big yeah. smile. Right, right, right. But you know serial um, killer. Incredibly incredibly bad serial killer. Yes. Or incredibly good serial killer, whichever way you look at it. But yeah, but but really <laughs> handsome, really you know, and that's why women would go with him because he looked handsome and charming and trustworthy and was like, Oh, I've got a broken arm. Can you help me lift my groceries into my Volkswagen? Thanks. Boom, into the boot you go. Like, hey. Alexander Skarsgård said, Oh, I'm Swedish. Would you help me put my... Into the... I'd be like, look, I'm probably going to die, but it's worth it. (laughs) So so what you're saying is that Alexander Skarsgård is in fact a serial killer. No, no, not at all. What I'm saying (laughs) is that if a very attractive man was like, hey, can you help me with my groceries? And I'd be like, well, first of all, am I in a porn film? Because that sounds very suspicious. (laughs) Second of all, sure. Why not? So... Uh, my point is... <laughs> All that to say. Um, I finished my hashtag problematic cocktail. Excellent. It's time to go home. But um, uh, yes, Dak Efron looks strangely enticing as Ted Bundy. Fair enough. And you feel very conflicted. Okay. You're like, wow, good looking man, but bad man. But good looking, but bad. <laughs> but it's Zac Efron, but bad. Because I never really liked Zac Efron. And then I saw Baywatch yeah, on the yeah, plane. Yeah, yeah, And you're like, oh, wow, he's and you're like, crap. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> Also, that was quite a funny movie. Like it was, yeah. I did not go in with high expectations. Oh, it's a terrible it was, movie. Like, yeah, it's but it was super fun on a plane. Like, very fun. It's a very fun movie. Like, Everyone involved clearly had a great time. Had a making great it. time. I'm so happy for them. Everyone it's was just movie. enjoying themselves, <laughs> and I was like, I just love the fact that you're having fun. Zac Efron, there's just so many like grotty jokes in it. Yeah. I just had a real ball. I oh, really good. enjoyed that film. Like, it, I'm glad you, like did. you know, when you go in and you're just like, that just made my day. <laughs> that whole film. I need to go and, actually, I should do it before the next podcast so we can talk about it. I need to go and see the new Robin Hood film. Oh, yes, yeah, which apparently is awful. Oh, just awful. Abs- it couldn't have um, been anything else <laughs> because they've done that whole thing of going, oh, let's just do the Matrix. So let's just have slow motion fight oh, scenes. Oh, right. So lots, lots of arrows. Lots like, of, lots people of doing bullet time, but with arrows. Bullet time, falling backwards time. out of windows, firing yeah, yeah. off arrow sure, shots in slow sure. motion. You're like, get knotted. There's a way to do a modern Robin Hood movie that doesn't suck. But it whoever figures still. out, whoever figures out. No, 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 no. But, you know. Like, no, 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 Stu. I, I know what you're, you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. I actually have decided I need to do a show. Uh, based on the fact that Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves is 
the greatest movie. The greatest movie ever. And everyone who bags it out is wrong. And just go break down and go, why? And no one's going to come. It's the thing. It's the thing where action movies and movies in general have become so consistently horrible. Yes. That movies that were considered like dross 30 years ago actually are feel like masterpieces. When you go and compare them, you're like, actually, this movie has everything. This movie is fine. But (laughs) this is what I forgot to mention because what I should mention, and no one's probably listening now, but my show has been announced. Hooray! Yes, hooray! So I am doing a show called Raven On. You are, yes. Amazing. It's based on Game of Thrones (laughs) and on the recaps and this podcast. It's a live show. Yes. It's going to have some stuff in it. Absolutely. There will be things. I've totally written it all. It's all done. It's not all done. I believe you. It's not all done. Oh. It's in a development process, Stu. Right, yes. So it's going on in Perth at the end of January into February and then at the Comedy Festival in Brisbane in March. Fantastic. And then season eight starts in April. And so that's probably the only time it's going to be performed because it's all about sort of getting ready for the final (laughs) season. And once the final season is over, as we know, I enter obsolescence. Nobody will will want to deal with me ever again. They'll come around, pack you in a box and take you to the storage, the big storage crate um, warehouse at the end of uh, Temple of Doom. Yes, that's right. They'll put me in there until Harrison Ford digs me out. (laughs) Uh, That is what will happen to me. So I really have a limited amount of time to do this show. So they're the places where it's happening unless you have a huge amount of money and a theatre and you want to fly me elsewhere in the world. Totally. To do this show. I'll do it. Surely there's a... I'll go. Surely oh, there's some Qatari prince or something. I'm ret- yes. Uh, I, deliber- I deliberately didn't say Saudi prince because hashtag no. problematic hashtag content. Pro- but, hashtag um, problematic contact. Hashtag don't go in the embassy. Um, <laughs> Jesus. So any... What? <laughs> it's true. They murdered a guy don't, in the embassy. Don't go in the embassy. That's, don't go in an that's embassy. That's just good advice. Just don't go in a Saudi that embassy. just good advice. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm like, I don't hate Saudi Arabia. Very few things, I'm sure very few good things happen in embassies in general. <laughs> this is what it seems like. Embassies, places to avoid. <laughs> uh, well, it, you know, the, 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 the fact is, if you're a very wealthy uh, sort of, you know, oil baron, anything like that, the Sultan of Brunei might be interested. I'm That's not true. a drinker. I'm happy to go to a dry is country. He a, is he a Game of Thrones fan? Hey. No, I, I assume so. Sure, everyone is. Yeah, everyone is. <laughs> he'd, he'd have a giant TV to watch it on. It's the last uh, of the Sultan Golden Age of TV. of Brunei, I'm very happy to come and do this show and any other show. Hmm. Stu and I will come. We'll do a live podcast. Sure. You'd be up for that. Yeah, absolutely. Can I just say, though, there's like nothing in Brunei. But if you're the guest of the... <laughs> it's literally the worst. Like, if you go to Brunei... I feel like you're talking... I feel like you're... Doing, your, doing a damage to your chances oh, of the Sultan of okay, Brunei flying point. you out. No, the point is, though, if we're the guest of the Sultan, we'd be put up in one of the palaces where they have, like, solid gold toilets. So that's going to keep you occupied. Because you want to be the person who goes, you know what, I went to the bathroom in every on every solid gold toilet. So welcome to Who's Raven on the Doctor Who podcast that we do. <laughs> I'm sorry, Stu. I just, Don't apologise. This is a wanted, podcast of tangents. I'm just lonely and wanted to hang out with all my friends. Absolutely. It's a podcast of ten. We should actually create a podcast called a podcast a of podcast tangents. Podcast of tangents. And on that tangent, uh, let's wrap up with some Sigrid. Like strangers, perfect pretenders. We will see you next week next for the week. final episode. The finale, not the finale of this podcast, but the final finale episode for this Doctor Who this series. series. Hooray! Or Thirty-seven, depending on when you count. <laughs> 
Good night and may the cosmic frogs be with you. May the cosmic frogs be with you. <laughs>